passport? Already on things. I had just told him. I made sure I, I segwayed this and everything to that. I told him, well, you know, I'm with all things. This is a red eye report, and we'd be right back after these technical difficulties. Come on. Shit, man. You know, integrate that. Wait, but, um, uh, give me a second because I'm on okay. the computer. I'm trying to see if so we can record it on mine too, as well. Mm. I like that. We're gonna do it now. Okay, this is all things entertainment. Red Eye Report, come on, and tell them what you were telling me about Red Eye. Well, <laughs> I was just going, that's what I was asking you, and everything. Um, had you. Had you experienced that before? You said 10 times out of 10, you could tell from a dude's walk, his energy, how he carries himself, if that's going to be a good time or if that's going to be a lousy time, right? Right. I could already tell what they're packing just by their energy and mm. their attitude, by how they approach me. Mm. Mm. So true. So true. Come on now. Now, what do you think that? Well, how do you pick up on it? Because that's what I'm trying to tell. It's like a different for everybody. I think I guess it's individually based, maybe, but it to me it still always sums up to the same thing. It's a, sometimes I think it's a lack of lack of energy. What do you think? Um. Yeah. So I usually because I'm the type that I talk with my eyes and I have confidence. Mm. I know who I am, and so if I see a man that comes at me with that type of energy and. He just, he doesn't even, like, know anything about me. And it's just like, hey, let's make some plans. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I'm like, already, I already know what time it is. If he's coming at me with this type of confidence, there must be something behind it, you know? And usually, you know, the way he walks, if he's, you know, if he has his head down, then it's a no-go for me, you know? If he's, like, not sure of himself, doesn't say things with confidence, I'm going to be like, I'm not too sure. Ooh, I like all that. Now, when you say they approach you like that, when you say, like, if they hit you with, let's go out to eat, or let's go to the movies, or let's go on a walk, nature walk, you with that other side, that's like a bike. That's some shit different, right? Not that old bullshit line, hey, baby, how you doing? None of that bullshit, right? Come on. Right. I mean, if they say, hey, how you doing? I'm going to say, I'm good and you. But then if I see that they're like trying to get me to go back to the house and shit like that, that's why I'm gonna stop it right there. Because mm. I'm I'm gonna think like, oh, this guy is looking for validation. Come on, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not gonna. I don't really think anybody should approach. I like. I be like, what? Like sometimes I guess there's certain circumstances that work. But like when I, I'm like, yo, how you doing? No, maybe we can go out sometime. You know. I don't ask anybody for, if I'm going to go that route, I would not ask anybody for their social credentials. I do not want your social credentials. Let me just throw that out. I want your seven digits, even if that's your cousin Bridget's number. I still need your seven digits. I'm old school with it. I, you know, like, I, I, man. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of guys will ask me for my social media, not my phone number. Those are the guys that are usually, that they end up, like, being not confident or whatever they they just want to like look at my social media it's like they're looking for something it's it's like if that's how you feel and you're looking for something you feel like i'm doing something why even you know approach me or try to have something with me if that's how you feel right like what's wrong with you like go see a therapist or some shit and i'm not gonna lie to y'all people at home when you let me just say this when you person goes through your social media profile and all that shit 
They just learned 44% of you. Now, there is a good other 60% that they don't know about. But what I'm trying to tell you with that 44, they're going to make a lot of assumptions just based off of that. Pictures, your updates, your posts, shit like that. I don't need you trying to profile me like that. Get to know me. Say it again because people don't understand what you're talking about, B-Dog. Well, I'm just trying to tell you, you got to get to know the individual. You're knowing of somebody when you look at they. Yeah, now listen, I ain't going to tell y'all at home that I'm not guilty of I done looked at my homies' uh, profile and I was like, yeah, they went out to eat, they did this, they did that. Yeah, it gave me a baby update of their life. But is that a real day-to-day update of their life? How do I know when that shit was done? Well, they could say it was done yesterday, but it might not have been done to tomorrow. That's what I'm telling people. So I find that you can't really put too much value into what you're seeing up there because remember, when I put pictures up there, I take my pictures and I edit them and I make them and I put them in there a certain way that I want them to be. I might not give you the whole ambiance of the background. I might just give you directly what I want you to see in that moment. That's what I'm saying. A lot of this shit is what person wants you to see in the moment. I want more than what I'm seeing in the moment. You can't, when we talking one-on-one together over the phone or texting, we can't hide, you can hide intricate shit when we talking through social media and shit behind the avatar. But when we over here, eventually, some of the shit you're saying, you won't have to do. Right. You, you don't have to produce. You just ain't going to oh, go on social media. You can keep telling me all day you got money but because you ain't never talking about going out. You know what I'm saying? You see, we ain't never talking about going out. We just talking about money and shit. But over here, when we over here, I'm going to say, well, let's go to the movies or let's meet up for some coffee or let's go get a brunch. Now it's time to show and prove. Nigga, can you handle that? Right. Right. And that's, uh, you know, it's true because a lot of times I post up old photos, things that happened before, or like if I'm at the mall, I'll wait till it's been like two hours and then I will tag myself at that mall. But I won't do it yeah, while I, I'm there because I don't want people popping up on me. Does that make sense? Let me tell you, everything you say makes sense, period. Because let me tell you why that makes sense. I do the same shit. There is no need to post it right then. Right. I've had people no. pop up on me while, like, I've posted a place where I was eating at, and this guy was following me on Instagram, and I didn't even know the guy. Like, I just, I used to just add people, whatever, because they were following me. And then he po- he popped up at the buffet I was at near my house. And I was so like, about- what the fuck? And me and my friend, we were weirded out. And he's like, are you CC Novocaine? And I was like, uh, Yeah. I was just weirded the fuck out. It's like, don't ever in your life do that to me. But like, if you're in public and you see me, you'd be like, oh, hey, what's up? Then I'll be like, oh, hey, what's up? You know? Look, that's what I'm saying to you like that right there. Like, that shit cool uh, on some sense, but no, just don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. At least, at least send me a message saying you were in the area and you might stop through. Right. Prepare me for that. No, he didn't prepare me at all. He just popped up. He came to the buffet because I was there. That's the type of shit that'll get you blocked. That's that's creepy, you know? And I even have my ex-husband that stalks me on social media, so I had to make my page private 
because, you know, I have fears. He used to work for the cartel. This is a dangerous man. He's a sophisticated criminal, you know? So I don't know what he wants to do. So there's people like oh, that. Got... There's weird fucking creepy people. There's people that want to exploit me. There's people that hate me just because I exist, just because I'm more successful than them. You know, guys Come and on, girls. Man. So I have to, like, be careful. And just recently, I started posting pictures of my family. I don't like posting a lot of pictures, but I did it. Because what the fuck, you know, people are telling other people that I have a family. The reason why I don't tell people is because I want to protect them. But now that it's out there, I might as well, you know, share. Fuck it. Share one or two photos, you know. Now it's like with my life, it's like I'm not going to be able to have privacy, you know. And and people, they don't value privacy anymore, you know. I used to be the person that like posted everything. And nah, it got to a point to where like I can't do that anymore, you know. I need to protect myself and my family. Come on now. When you, look, give it up certain aspects when you become uh, semi-celebrity, semi-famous. That's part of the territory. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But there's still avenues of your life that is personal and kept private for TMZ. Right. And I want to say two things. I want to say, uh, Rasheed Wallace, it was, I might be saying the wrong person, but they commented about white celebrities that like to comment on black events, like the black dude that was killed, right? But then they cut off their comment section mm. and shit, right? And that way, she, she was saying basically they need to let them comment sections be open because she's saying that basically black people experience those comments every day. And if you're saying you're in support of that, then you have to be willing to go through and feel some of the shit that we talk about. Because, yeah, when you um, because she was saying, I think Ben Affleck commented on the Arby shooting, but then he cut his off his own comments. So you can't like comment and then, you know, and then escape from what the fact the the blowback that you because you're going to get blowback. There's no question. Even, you know. Like, when they cut the comments off, they cut them off because, look, let me tell you some funny shit. I've been fucking with social media so long, you know, I didn't even know you could cut your comments off. I didn't want to cut mine off. I do that. I didn't even even know you could do shit like that. I'm like, what? You can do that? Cut your comments off? For real? Yep. You can't comment on my... Okay. Okay. Now, can I ask you, why do you do that? Why do you why do you cut people off from commenting like that? Because I'm like I commented because I'm a brand. Like because of me, okay. I'm a brand because of my business. Like I, I know I can't post certain things, you know. Like I said, the sponsors and then you know the company. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. With us and our sponsors, we can't afford to have certain we 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 uh we like I'm ready to gray area. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. I, I gotta control the narrative. That's all it is. Just for the business aspect. It's not because, like me, all day, like, I don't give a fuck. If my boss is there and somebody tells me something crazy, I'm gonna fucking, if, if I feel like going off, because sometimes I'll just walk away and I'm passive. But in other times where the Aries come out in me, then I'm gonna fucking go off. I'm like, all right, motherfucker. Well, see, I, got, I gotta tell you two things about that. Now, that's a good thing. Like, we gotta tell people at home. You can't always react to everything that you hear or somebody do. You can't. You're going to get all types of hate. Right. And you got to be... Let me say You got to have the wisdom 
And again, the mental fortitude to understand which of these hates you should comment on. Because it's going to be 10 hates. Right. And you can't comment on all 10 of them. Right. Exactly. exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's certain things, like sometimes it takes me longer to um, explode and react. And then sometimes I, I explode right away, depending on what you say, you know. Like, See, ain't that the real shit? Because again, what that tells people at home again, it goes back to trigger words. See, somebody could trigger something and that instantly put me from zero to 100. Right. Some of that other shit, that ain't like, well, mother would be like, like for example, when we in the real world and a white motherfucker or anybody call me a nigga, that don't offend me. Exactly. Like I said, again, yeah, that shit is nothing. So what? I'm laughing off. But if a motherfucker be like, motherfuck me, I know, for example, that if the mother, if anybody, if I say motherfucker, I already know when motherfucker come out, mm-hmm. what's next? That's what I'm saying. Shit about to get physical when you hear motherfucker. That's all I know. That's where now, I'm from. One, with, like, one thing that I, like I say, if you could talk all the shit you want, because I don't have bitches tagging me on social media fighters and shit saying oh i'm gonna meet you in the street this that and the third i'm like yeah i bet i'm like just make sure you have the money when you come fight me you know but it's like you could say whatever the fuck you want i lost my fight in the octagon it's because there's rules it's one thing when you're in the octagon but when it comes to the street the street you understand what i'm saying i don't give a fuck about the chaplain life i don't give a fuck about the church anything my spirituality all that shit goes out the window if you really want to take it there and you want to see the level of street that I can be, if you want to see me come back to the old me, go back to the gang me, to the girl that was in the street, then you go ahead and you try it if you want to. Because guess what? I already let my family know and they are willing to put money on my books and my commissary. Okay? That's on, one man. thing. Say whatever the fuck you want to say. They done talked about my family. They done said all kinds of shit. But when you put your motherfucking hands on me, and we in the motherfucking street is lawless. So you better be ready for what's coming. Cause and, 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 and tell them this right here. And it's got to be worth it for you. Right. Because what I'm trying to tell them is, because you don't understand, I'm registered. Right. So here's again, when you come at me, I've, I've already, this has got to be also, you know, you threaten my well-being. Right. I was fearful because I can't just haul off the head. See, like, you can't bait me to punch you. Right. I can't, That's I can't, what I'm trying to tell you. Be out here, I can't punch you. I can't just be out here fighting people. I'm licensed. Thank you. I can't do that. Come on. But if it's worth it and you put your hands on me and now I feel threatened, especially in the state of California where a lot of these people have an issue with me, if you put your hands on me, it is a law, okay? If I feel threatened... And I may I may have a gun on me. You don't know what state of mind I'm in at that point. I'm allowed to shoot you. Now what? Now all, all that now shit, what? all that shit you were talking. Now all that shit went out the window. Cause what? You wanted to fucking test a veteran. That's what happens. Don't come on. Now. People could talk and say whatever they want. I laugh at these motherfuckers that like all these internet gangsters. I'm like, this is not the way we did it back in the day. Back in this the day, not a way we- back in the day, I used to fucking fight bitches when I had an issue with them and that was that. You know, that's how we saw shit back in the day. Oh, and I just want to um for one second, all things and uh, I just want to say this to some of my listeners here at the Red Eye Report. To some of y'all at home, I've asked y'all to get down on this podcast situation with me up here at Anchor. Y'all got a lot to say 
when we on the phone, when we talking over here and over there. But when it comes time mm. to try to get paid with what y'all saying, with y'all opinionated asses, y'all don't want to come get paid and like it's too much work. Listen to us up here. All we doing is just giving you a slice of our reality. This is one spectrum in my little circle of the world, one spectrum in her circle of the world. We're just trying to share and promote knowledge right. of self and of worth to anybody that's willing to listen. And if I took the time to ask you to come join me up here, that means I saw something in you that you should share with the world. And you shouldn't be afraid to share your gifts with the world. Don't hold your gifts in. That's to anybody that might listen to this. Don't hide your gifts. Don't settle for anything less. Give the world what you're destined to give the world because everybody is destined to give this world something. You will contribute a factor some kind of way. So I hope y'all people hear me and stop being afraid to get on a platform like this. You ain't got to use this one, but just get on a platform. Some of you opinionated people out there because you know what they told me? Opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one, but not enough people like theirs. Come on. Right. Oh, we said, and my, my whole thing, me and Museum, we said, hey, listen, if you got a problem with, with us here at All Things Entertainment and the Red Eye Report, you are more than welcome to come on my motherfucking podcast and voice <clears throat> your opinion to the world and to my listeners. I have no shame in my motherfucking game and I have nothing to hide. Trust we me. Invite we, we invite you. We want you to come. Want Shit. You. <laughs> Tell us, especially if tell you us. left wing, especially if you right wing, especially if you all around opinionated, especially if you say I don't like the fuck y'all talk about. We want you to, we want to, really, you, we want you to come because we gonna have some good counterpoints for you. Come on, right? And the thing about me is that yeah, I have a mouth. People hate that I'm opinionated. I talk a lot. So the fuck what? So the fuck what? Am I stopping Wish there was you from making like money? Am I stopping you from paying your bills? Come on. <laughs> That's what I want to know. It's like, if I'm not, then who cares? Who the fuck And why don't you want to come support it? That's what I tell them also. Why don't you want to come support it? If you don't want to get down, please come listen to what we talking about. You might learn something. Right. And then I, the people that have come in, they told me when I see them, and they were like, you know, I checked out, you know, one of the ones y'all did, you and all, all things, man. That was pretty dope, you know. Keep up the good work. And I tell them, why don't you come join us, man? Just saying. I just don't feel comfortable. And I'm like, but look, you won't know how you feel until you get out there and do it and, and everything until, you know, it's, it's, um, see, you know, what I'll tell you is like this, uh, all things, you're not shy. Not and like you said, you're, and I don't feel that you're over opinionated. I feel like this, you just have a passion and you're confident about what you want to talk about and what you speak on. You don't really go, I don't go into subjects that I've got nothing about that I don't, I speak on shit that I can relate to and I hope others can relate to and shit that I can tell you that I have the experience. I can't talk about shit that I ain't got experience from talking about. That's, a That's fact. stupid talk. That's a fact. I'm the you same know. way. If I don't know shit about it, I'm going to be like, look, I don't know anything about that, but I'll look into it. <laughs> Thank you. Me. And I'm not afraid to look into it. That's what we're saying. Like, and it's all about research and it's staying steadfast. And a lot of times... People tell me they enjoy us when they oh we just be randomly talking about various topics and I'd be like, Oh yeah, I don't like the ones where we be specifically on the topic. I like those too, but I really like the ones where y'all just be sort of like all over the place. And I'm like, but those be the ones where you know we just pretty much freestyling just again. 
shit shooting the fat as if we were right there with each other. This is what you, this is what I tell people. You just like it's the same thing. Don't you talk to people? Right. Don't you read? But you know, that's not enough for that. It's not enough reading. It's not enough. And I and I always like to go back to something. And I want to say something what you said earlier, CC, about that law they passed. See, you saw that, read that, and that's what I'm talking about. I didn't see that yet. And that's and that's what I love about information, the shit that you don't know. There's some shit I don't know that somebody else knows. All I need them to do is share it with me. Right. Come on. Right. And uh, have you heard anything else? Because as far as I know, the Kawasaki disease is now in like 15 different states. Right, but you and then they talk about somebody about turning you turning purple or blue and purple now. They talking about motherfuckers got blue and purple marks on their legs and arms and shit. Watch out for the blue purple. Look, when I saw that shit, I didn't even go into that shit. Cause see, some of the shit that I be telling people when y'all be reading this shit, some of the articles, you know, I want to tell y'all the shit is clickbait. But it's way, way worse than clickbait. It's almost like propaganda clickbait. Mm. And it's supposed to affect your psyche. Some of these articles. I've been in articles, uh, CC, that the title said one thing and the whole fucking article talked about something completely different. <laughs> you ain't lying. Vlad TV does that on Instagram. He'll put like a clickbait topic, and then when you look at the video, it's not even what the topic was about. <laughs> Come on! And this is like, I get tired of seeing all this shit about the stimulus. It's so many fucking clicks on you. How to charge your stimulus? If you don't know, you haven't got your stimulus. Yo, you know why they're promoting that so much? Motherfuckers are slow. And when I say that, I say that with the utmost love to those loans, weirdos, unmentionables, <laughs> and the forgotables. Because let me tell you something. They keep talking about that stimulus because they want to know you alive, fool. Because see, what they're saying is they still believe a couple of you motherfuckers saying 1200 wasn't enough for you to go on the grid. And they mad. That's why they keep trying to hammer that over so many fuckers head because they trying to get your best friend, Betty Sue, to tell you, do we feel that for your stimulus? What you waiting on? Go get your stimulus. You need your stimulus money. That's 1200 You know what you can do with 1200 Not only You know that. what you can do with 1200 Piss it the fuck out. Not only that, I feel like they're doing that, like you said, to put us on the grid, but so that they'll know who to test or who has to get the vaccine. They don't see you on that grid I hope they don't make it to where you can't buy anything in the store if you don't take the test. Because I'm going to tell you like this, I'm going to be the first person not to get a fucking swab in my nose. That's just what it is. Man, let me tell y'all something here. We're here at the Red Eye Report. Don't condone any type of testing. Mm -hmm. Hell, we halfway don't condone the AIDS test. What are you talking about? Because they That's put what it I'm in, telling you. They put it in there. They have a, a man... His name was uh, Michael something, and he wrote a book, and there was a, another lady, too, who wrote a book about how, basically, when you go and get the AIDS, HIV test, they put it in the test. So, when you, <clears throat> so some people, when they go get tested, is they actually get catch it from the test. But catch it from the test, guy, or you catch a guy, false positive. The guy was 
he passed away somehow. He wrote the book and then all of a sudden he was dead. I can't remember the guy's name, but when I, when I um, remember his name, I'll tell you guys here on Authors Entertainment. And you can look it up too. Come on now. I saw a little thing on World Star. You know, again, people, what I'm telling y'all again, you are thrown so much at one time that it's hard to digest. And they do this shit on purpose. Yep. To conflict you on what shit you should be and not be digesting. And they hope that you're digesting the wrong shit. And that is food-wise, and that is what you're putting in your brain-wise. Mm. They hope it that you're putting bad shit in because you put bad shit in, you get bad shit out. Right. And that's what they hoping for. And um, I say that to say this right here. You got them chemtrails that they be spraying. Mm-hmm. You got shit, the chlorine in the water. You got Lord. various other things. And then you got the conspiracy theories. And then, like I said, with that video I saw on Worldstar, well, one, this, one scientist was trying to say that this shit, this covert, got a little HIV in it, that it was synthesized with HIV. I didn't even go into the videos, but I'm telling y'all at home, because it's so much. This was done. That was done. You'll fuck around and overload yourself with too much of the conspiracy theories, and then you won't be able to see through the fog. Well, that's, and that's, that's, not, that's not a conspiracy theory. Remember I told you my friend in the military said that. If you got COVID-19, you have like a string of HIV. You did say that. You did say that, and that goes right back to that. That's a, Now, look, Cece, I had forgot about the fact that you had did mention that seven podcasts ago about mm-hmm. that because you said, and I quote, the military people say, give them all the cocktail. That's the flu shot, the motherfucker aphomesia shot, the motherfucker pneumonia shot, the measles shot. They got a cocktail, super, mm-hmm. cover every basis in the military. Yeah. That says something. That says something. So what does that also tell you right there? If you've had the flu shot, pneumonia shot, you're least likely to get covert already. Right. right. You're least likely. Yep. You're least likely. They, they told us here to update all of our shots, our vaccines, but I had already had them updated because of my last fight. So everything is updated. The only thing I need to go for now is the flu shot. They said, if you at least get the flu shot, at least you'll be safe until you get the vaccine. They have the vaccine, so they've been using it on some people here. Like, we volunteered pretty much to be guinea pigs in the state of New York, you know, for a greater cause. But Israel was the first one to have it, and now Europe and the U.S., they have it, and they're just testing it. I don't know why they're not giving it to people, but I feel like the people that are, like, going out all the time, those people have built up an immunity already, and that's why the children have it. It is my thing, and I always always tell people, the, the the greatest trick they told people was to tell you some shit, to tell you some shit. So here's the shit that they were telling you. They were telling you that another motherfucker has to infect you when, again, all these diseases are already in the human body and it takes certain conditions to trigger certain things in the body. Cancers, AIDS, 
triggers. And you want and now and I don't want to go too much into that because I might scare some of y'all at home. Yeah, the red and entertainment, but I'll say this much to say this. You know, they tell you off gate HIV AIDS, right? Mm-hmm. A person is more likely to have that if they've had three or more sexual transmitted diseases, right? Mm, so what they tell huh? I didn't know that. Oh, yes, yeah, true facts. They that that's what well, I can't well down here that's what the doctors were saying. Like if you know when we Clinic 101, they were telling you that if you've been exposed to more than three sexual transmitted diseases, then you're more likely to have been exposed to HIV AIDS, right? Mm-hmm. So what that says to a person is if you've had chlamydia, if you had gonorrhea or syphilis or or any one of the other various sexual transmitted diseases, that's saying that if you've had three, then you catch another, then you just broke down your own immune, and guess what? Now you're exposed to AIDS because it was always in you. It's the same shit like with the, the C word. It's certain things that we can do to our body that can expose us to it, as well as the certain things you can do to your body to combat it, like eating garlic. Garlic is a good seed killer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a good tumor killer. Right. You know, just eating raw garlic, it, cooked garlic, fresh garlic, chopping it, cooking it in your food. Hell, just eating raw garlic is very, very good at killing various viruses in the body. So what I'm saying is that there is not no disease on this planet, man-made or not, that there's not a cure that God thought of for it. Now, the question is, does man want to give you the cure? Yep. Now, that's the question. That is a big question. That Now you're asking the right questions. Kabodel. Because if you that remember, if you remember that plane, that Himalayan plane or Malaysian plane that um disappeared, and it was uh you know all the people that were gonna cure HIV, and I believe it's because of this whole COVID thing was gonna come out. Well, it's a funny thing when um uh, sounds like it was out of episode of the Twilight Zone, the whole plane disappeared and shit, and all you saw was Tweety on the side. So I, well, I thought I saw a pussy cat, and. Poof, it was gone. I, I don't believe this shit like that. Like, I knew that it had to be something greater than that. You know what I'm talking about. I didn't know what was greater with that, but a whole fucking plane just doesn't disappear. And we don't spend numerous amounts of resources to figure out did somebody have a teleport machine? Did somebody have a tractor beam? What the fuck did it crash in the ocean now? The speculations is that it crashed in the ocean, but there still ain't no real confirm of that. Now, I think it was shot down and just like that's what I was about to tell you. You just see it right there. They said that the conspiracy theories say that it was hit from a stealth missile and shit. Boop, boop, boop. Now, what I try to tell people is this right here. Drones have changed up modern warfare. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know what a motherfucker can do with a drone. A motherfucker drone can infect you. And shit, you won't even know. You know what I'm saying? You got to be careful with them drones. Fuck around. Especially 
when they allowed the average Joe to be able to have one too. Because again, what do we like to do? We like to be able to blend in with shit. So if the American people got them, then we can easily blend in. That shit. Fuck around. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to tell people at home, you shouldn't be... Look, man, even if the fans are listening, looking at your motherfucking email history and shit, that shit's still admissible in court, even if they try to play you on it. Now, the problem is, they can play you on it, but now you gotta fight the issues. But you got every legal defense to fight it on because you can't self-incriminate. And that's basically what that is. That's entrapment because you wouldn't have found nobody without looking in their own files. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you mean? That don't work. Well, what I'm basically saying is so, right, when you were saying like the fans can now look at niggas' search histories and shit, right, and see what they've been looking at, right? Yeah. Well, let's say you were looking up dirty bombs, right? Mm-hmm. It ain't like they can come knock at your door. Yeah, they if, they can. Come knock if, if, door. if they feel, they can. They feel like you're doing so, something suspicious. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But if they do, then you gonna have you can fight that under due process and under the fact that you can't self-incriminate and basically they entrapped you because that was an invasion of your privacy. Well, not anymore. They're allowed to invade our privacy. That's what I'm saying. That's why this bill that passed under COVID-19 is such a big deal. And they already did it, you know, um, to us in 9-11 in New York. They have cameras everywhere in freaking New York. They have actually tour buses where they show you exactly where every single camera is in Times Square. Well, how do these motherfuckers still shoot people and get away with it down that motherfucker? Well, that I know of, no one has done it recently. Uh, unless you're, like, in the projects. That's different. In the projects, you know, people get shot every fucking day. That's nothing. They'll they'll shoot you in front of the cops and shit out there. Like, when I was in New York, I was walking around the projects in Brooklyn. And there was a big group of people fighting. And the cops just stood there and watched. And then once the guy finished getting his ass whooped, then they went and they got the guy. You know, because the cops don't want to jump in the middle of that. Because in New York, people don't, they do not respect police a lot of the times, you know. It's only because of this COVID-19 and the NYPD officers have died because of it that more people are getting, you know, respect for the police. But then again, we go back to, you know, the cases on the news. Let's speak it, let's speak it in a different direction on things because you right there in the Mecca. What? How did it become a Mecca? Like, who, who who was patient zero? What was zero patient? Well, who was zero patient? Have y'all determined who zero patient was? Because it's just weird to me. I feel like well, they gave it to a few people to point a few other people. That's me, well, not Red Eye's opinion. That's B Dog's opinion. After long investigation, they found out that the Wuhan virus went to Europe. So somebody from <laughs> Europe was in China, then they went to Europe, and then from Europe, they traveled to New York City and other places in the US. And that's where we got it from. And they actually, right, found, it in, they actually found it in a lab in Europe. So far. All right, let's, let's, find, let's, let's talk about this motherfucker right here. So you're saying this one individual, he left Wuhan. Mm-hmm. He got on a plane. Mm-hmm. He went to Europe, UK. Yep. So everybody on that plane he was on first got affected. Boom. Yep. And they went that way. All right, so then he get to UK. He sits there in the air terminal for a minute. Fix another thousand motherfuckers. Then he jumps on another plane to New York City. Mm-hmm. 
All right, he hit the New York. Mm-hmm. He fucks around, fucks niggas up in JFK. So what was so? Are you so? Let me ask you this. Not only did he go there, he went. To, he went to Italy because you know Italy was hit hard. He went Washington. He went there and there well, and there. Here's the thing: we don't know which countries he had a delay in, and whoever was around him, they could have went to wherever they had layovers. Okay. Right? Do we? Do we? Do we? Do, have we identified who this motherfucker was? They don't identify who. Well, I don't know that, but from what they okay. from what they gathered gathered, their close investigation was yes, a couple people, not just one individual, a couple people coming from Europe, and that's where it came from. They even found, right. they even found strains of it in a lab in Europe. That's okay. that's how deep into the investigation America went. They're not playing okay. any games with this fucking thing. And now right. now they see that it's it's not directly from China. Yes, it might have started in China, but it comes from Europe. So let me ask you this question with that being said, does that mean that this was a deliberately released yep. as a mass? That's what I'm asking. Is this cuz this seems like deliberately. This seems like social terrorism. Yep. That's what it seems like to me. I feel like all the countries had a hand in this, if you ask me. Okay. Just to like okay. make it seem like, oh yeah, the economy's failing and all this is because of China. And I feel like all of them played a role in it, but that's just me. All right, now let's let's look at it from a now. Why do you think some people and I know people at home, you say, damn, y'all always wind up here. But I always wind up here because this is what's happening now. And this is what the people are dealing with now. And I'm like, when we look at a place like Wisconsin, that's let day bars and shit back open, right? Mm-hmm. And we're looking at other states on the verge of letting, the, 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 letting certain things get back open and everything. How do you feel about that right now, CC, and and about the 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 procrastination that is supposed to be about the economy, the small business, and about generating money because we don't want to see these small businesses go bankrupt or actually close indefinite? Do you feel their argument is valid, and is it worth to risk life to preserve money and the economy? Basically, I mean, we have to. There's just no other way. We have so we to, have to be willing to risk it. It's it's gonna help us build immunity anyways. Yes, we're gonna take a couple losses, but they did around nineteen eighteen when the Spanish flu happened. So we're gonna have to. People went right back to work, they had their masks, you know, and it is what it is, and then they were able to bounce back. But look, I've read certain things about that that about that, because what you're talking about is the herd. But they're saying that it's sub formats that even with that herd adaption, that it could still wind up backfiring. Yeah, that's what's tricky about this disease is that it's so dangerous. It could mutate at any moment. We don't know what's the disease's next move, you know, because it's, it's really covert, like you call it covert. <laughs> that's really the name motherfuckers undercover you just never know his next move it's unpredictable that's why this disease is so fucking dangerous and people are just laughing about it like ha 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 I already know 
my coach, two of her friends passed away recently from it. One of my friends passed away, you know, from COVID. So it's only a matter of time before it starts eating up a lot of people. I mean, I'm ex- we're, we're already at 4.5 million deaths. And most of that, most of those deaths are from America. You know that, right? Right. We'll talk about it. That's what I'm saying. And another um, PSA for my people out there at the Red Eye Report, if y'all mess with the greeneries, watch who y'all getting y'all green from. Make sure they respectable and they washing their hands. Mm-hmm. And they pug is washing their hands. You got to be careful about who's handling your bud. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. I, that's why I wouldn't see if if I was to be a smoker, I wouldn't even be doing bud. I'd be doing wax. I feel like it's safer. Oh, come on! Now you hear what she said? You hear what she said? You got to do the. You got to take these precautions. Now me, I tell y'all, you know, hell, if you got a good good vapor pen, go with that situation. You know, mm-hmm. but just be careful. And if you are smoking blood duds, and repeat this. If you are smoking with duds in a covert situation, you can only respond with motherfuckers that you give a fever check to. Mm-hmm. Gotta check the temperature. Okay. If you ain't checking the temperature, they can't hit your L. That's simple and plain. I wouldn't even be smoking at times like this. This is it's serious. Like in the beginning, I wasn't even taking it this serious. But I thought right. it was a conspiracy too, but it turns out that this is a real motherfucking deal. And it's like a living nightmare. The living nightmare. That's what it is. And you can't run from it and you can't hide from it. You got to protect yourself. You got to do what you got to do and be due diligent with what you're doing to protect yourself. Got your cold pills. Got various medicines in case you get a sniffle or Olympics. Anything like that. You got to be willing to protect y'all. So some of y'all the motherfuckers is out there. I see y'all Y'all niggas is out there. Basically, y'all should be skipping, holding hands. How carefree and free y'all living out there. Boy, y'all, y'all let me think it ain't a pandemic out there. I love seeing y'all adults like that. Y'all be holding hands and swinging and shit. This shit look cool. It look like 2019 and shit. But the reality is, I'm in 2020. And y'all shouldn't be doing none of that shit. Fuck around. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers out there having cookouts and shit, bringing up beer grills and shit, passing bottles around. What the fuck are y'all doing? Fuck around. I and know, I, ain't I don't know if you saw about- the video. You have somebody that follows me that knows you on my Instagram, Gorgeous Mine or something like that. Right. If you if you go on my last video on Instagram, it's showing how people are acting up now that the quarantine phase one ended. They acting fucking crazy. They're they're in a group, niggas not wearing masks. They acting fucking crazy. Man, yeah, like that. And look, let me tell you when I told the motherfucker, I said, look, some of y'all motherfuckers be out there partying today, tomorrow wishing no baby on the t shirt, talking about why my nigga had to party. Fuck around. They put their hand. They put their hand around an NYPD officer and everything, and they were all in the mosh pit and shit, like all next to each other. I'm just like, oh my god, looking dirtier than a motherfucker too. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I don't want no parts of it. Those people scare me when they don't 
take their own health into consideration. When a motherfucker ain't worried about their own health, that's what you really, that's look. Let me tell you something. There's a kind of a couple look, insane people, I fuck with them. Crazy people, I fuck with them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Fuck with y'all. But to them motherfuckers that don't give a fuck about their own well-being, I don't fuck with them. You know, them niggas will kill you. That's what I'm telling you. You know, that that's, a, that's an actual fact because one of the guys on the video, his name is China Mac. He's a rapper by China Mac. His mom, right his mom or like his grandma or some shit like that, actually got COVID-19. And now the nigga's back in New York and he's willy-nilly around the... I'm like, isn't your mom right now suffering from COVID-19? But I don't know. Whatever. That's none of my business. See what I'm saying? That's all I'm telling you. Like, when a motherfucker don't, when you don't give a fuck about human life, I have nothing to put you past doing. There, look, we can be killers together. Shooters. Hitters. But you still got to value your life. When me and you were in a car together, and you tell me some shit like this, and we hit us, and you be like, Man, I don't give a fuck about nothing. I'm only concerned about myself, dog. I don't give a fuck about nothing, my nigga. I'm going out the hard way. I don't give a fuck, nigga. It's all about me and what I'm trying to do, my dude. So for when I heard you say that shit, I would oh, evaluate all the hits we going on after this day. Like for this day forward, I really cool. Like this nigga said he don't value shit but himself. I'm gonna have to kill him. Yep. Already know it. Those are the niggas you gotta be careful. Boy, person don't need to tell you nothing. You can't tell me nothing like that around me. That's just like, for example, some people are foolish. If a motherfucker tell you, look, you motherfucker say, yo, look, I'm not the one for you play with. If I tell you I'm gonna kill you, ain't some shit that you just say on some motherfucker light air shit, yo, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. Motherfucker tell you they gonna kill you, you better take that shit serious. Fuck around from that day. Motherfucker said that motherfucker gonna kill you. Motherfucker let day four, you walk around with a gun. You ready for any kind of warfare. What you mean? Wrong that's, type of noise. That's, that's why I say I don't take like any threats. I don't take them as an idle threat. I take everything no. serious. These bitches talking about they gonna do this and that. I take that shit serious. So I hope that you keep your word and you mean what you say. Because when the heat comes, we're gonna see when we apply pressure. Let's see what happens. Tell them again, we apply pressure. That's what we try to tell them before. Just don't look, because I'm telling you again, y'all niggas love to type shit. Y'all niggas yep. love to talk tough with words over keyboards. But I'm gonna tell you again, your mouth are write a check, your ass can't cash, and that's what it'll be. Fuck around. Don't 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 let your mouth, you know, write that check that your ass can't cash. Come on now. Because a motherfucker have you at the bank of ass whooping, I owe you. And trust me, when a motherfucker owe you an ass whooping, ain't nothing going to satisfy him but an ass whooping. Exactly. Fucking give him a bag and everything. I don't want a bag. I want his ass. It's Fuck not, right. It's, it's, not even, it's not even regular people. It's the younger people that disrespect me. It's like, I'm your fucking elder. I don't give a fuck how many years older I am than you. It could be 10 motherfucking years. I'm 10 years older than you. It don't fucking matter. You can motherfucking respect me because I'm your motherfucking elder, okay? I'm going to be like your mother. I'm going to grab a motherfucking slipper and I'm going to smack you right in the motherfucking ass. So I hope that them words, you could back them up, okay? Come on, there. And that was your problem. I'll belt in the middle of the street and I'll spank you in front of everybody. I don't give a fuck. Come on, there. 
I treat you just like that. Because, look, that's what happened to you. You didn't get enough whoopings in your life. I'm yep. here to help you with that. That's what it is. We're here to help you with that. And let me tell you, that's where my community was from. I told you, I'm from a hood. Motherfuckers got ass whoopings in the hood. You got an ass whooping. Neighbor took you home. I beat his ass on the way here. And now it's your turn. Get in the house, you get another ass whooping. That's how it went down. You do not do that again. Fuck around. Yo, that's how, how red I said, shit and me. <laughs> Come on, tell them you're shitting me. You, you can't, you can't, you can't do that type of shit. And, and then that's what I say, like, it's easy. And again, it's easy to talk shit anonymously. It's yep. easy to yep. disagree. It's easy to support a movement like Black Lives Matter or the KKK or whatever movement you want to support for that matter. But what I'm saying, it's easy to support those movements anonymously. Why you got a sheet on? Why you typing it? Mm. Get out of your ass. Go out there. Like y'all motherfuckers can go out and protest right now about wanting to go back to work and shit. But y'all can't motherfucking protest about washing your ass. Because y'all need to protest that. Because some of y'all need to really rally and tell your man he need to really wash his stuff. Listen, you know what I'm going to start doing for shits and giggles and for educational purposes? I'm going to start making videos on how bitches can clean themselves down there and how they can brush their teeth early in the morning before they start hating on me. And can you tell them? Yeah, I, I really, let me tell them Can you tell that part of you know how you going to tell how they can brush their teeth so when they start hating, at least that the words they come when they hating with it'll be cleanly coming out of their mouth. Cause see that shit that they be saying early morning, they want to have that little shit on it and that film on it and shit. And I mean, really, it ain't hurt nobody but them because I know they got to smell that shit every time they talk. I, I it's obvious. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a nice little brush <laughs> for my nails and clean. Show you motherfuckers how to clean your dirty ass fucking nails before you oh, start typing do- with the Twitter fingers. Oh, they don't know how to do that, do they, though? Because they, they love, like, when you see them in public place, and you love to see a motherfucker, because look, you know, callous hands, rough hands mean you get it in. You work hard, whatever you do, then you got them other motherfuckers with them pretty hands. And you be trying to figure out how your hands so putty, but you got dirt under your nails. Mm-hmm. Your hands are so putty. It doesn't make sense to me. So what are you doing? Not washing under your nail bed? Because some motherfuckers don't. I got other shit I can tell y'all motherfuckers y'all don't do. If she gonna write that manuscript, I wanted to also include a chapter in there about getting the wax out of the corners of your ears because I know they have wax just hanging in that earlobe and shit. And I don't, you got buds and iPods in your ear and shit. Y'all don't see that wax when y'all pull them out. Y'all don't look at them like, ooh, that should be like nasty to you. Then you you say, oh, I need to go clean my ear. I think that's why motherfuckers misunderstand me when they hear me speaking. Because their fucking ears are too motherfucking dirty when they hear the red eye report and all things entertainment. That's what it be. And all they need is a Q-tip, shit me and a washcloth, <laughs> clean that motherfucker out. Boom, they be like, damn, that's what y'all been saying all this time? Y'all right? I, I Damn, I hate I miss. I gotta go back and listen to y'all back catalog because I done miss some shit. Come on. Fuck around. So, you know. Um, what so we were talking about cheating. We had the subject of cheating before. What right. Was your, what was your opinion on um, you know, the whole topic with cheating? Oh well, you what know, when I heard the people's up there and y'all talking because I listened to that one, 
Yo, peoples was all over the place with it, but I just be point plain and simple with it like this. I feel two things. I don't think there's different forms of cheating. You got emotional cheating. You got physically cheating. It depends on what category a person might be cheating in. But even this without, like, when your homeboy came in and he was talking about, you know, he don't want to pay for the side piece and all that, that's when it got weird for me. <laughs> and I'm going to tell y'all at home why it got weird for me. And I hope he listens to this and he'll say, oh, damn, that's why I be. Yeah, because to me, a motherfucker can't cheat with no money. Yep. You can't be broke and cheat. It just, it's just not going to work. It's, it's, it, 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 who's ever on the receiving end of that, whether it's the female, like somebody's got to have bread. It's not going to work. What are you bringing to the table? And I like to tell people at home, keep it with my motto. And my motto is simple. See, I tell a motherfucker fast. I ain't got no money to pay your bills because I got my own bills. I got some good through the week money for you. Right. Good $40. Oh, you need some pampers? You, your baby needs some milk? I got you on that. That's all I got to give you. I, you talking about paying your light bill, bitch? If I pay your light bill, I'm going to need you to pay mine. That's what I'm telling you because we're going to need the lights on at my house too. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. You know, shit like that. We, we're not going in the dark so you can be in the light. We all need our lights on. Shit like that, but some people really didn't understand it, and I think Big Dog didn't quite understand what y'all was saying like that, like, and dynamically you're gonna, I mean, why does she just want to give you some money? What do you mean? Like, what I'm saying, if you're not bringing nothing to the table for her, so you just that cool, so she's just throwing you the butt, she's just blowing That's you. That's what I'm saying. When he, when he tells me shit like that, I'm like, I find that hard to believe unless you're getting like really low caliber, low vibrational woman. Man, you must be talking about chicks that's still 17 and 18 where that type of shit don't matter. But when you're talking about a uh, 20 year old or uh, older, they gonna want, man, buy them a drink. They gonna want something or cheese. I don't give a fuck. $5 or ale or uh, some liquor or something. They gonna want I don't see it. I don't you, 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 I, I don't, I don't give a fuck how strong your G is. I'm not telling you gonna let a nigga, a female, walk over you and you about to give her the paycheck to hit. But I just don't like you were saying. I just don't see how you not. I, I don't. I, I mean, maybe so we girl, wrong. Listen, I'm gonna tell you like this, red, red on. Listen, she either gonna be the one cheating or she gonna have something on the side because if you ain't producing and you ain't bringing nothing to her. Let me just tell you, I got plenty of people in my fucking inbox, which I don't pay attention to every day. I got niggas trying to throw money at me, all kinds of shit, and I just don't pay them no fucking mind because there's no man that's on the same spiritual path, a spiritual level as me. So for me, that's important. Now, for a younger person, they're like, oh, whatever, okay, I get this meal. A lot of girls like to go on dates with guys just to get a free meal or whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. a free ride. That's not me. Like, I, I could do it myself. Like, if you're not going to do it for me, then get the fuck out of my way. Like, what do you, if, if the relationship is not producing anything and you're just a waste of time, unless, like, you are struggling, I'll understand. I'll be like, okay, if he's struggling, I'm going to give him a chance. But if you're struggling and, you, and you're cheating on me and you're doing stupid shit, guess what? I'm not going to stay with you because you broke right. and I got to put up with you cheating? Nah. That ain't gonna work. No, you know, and that's what we're trying to tell them for. Ain't nobody and, and look, 
That's what we're trying to say. Ain't nobody going to put up with nobody blatantly cheating on them unless they bring something to the table, whether that be mentally or financially. And that's what I'm trying to tell them. And that's with anything, when you're dealing with the opposite sex on any level, it's also about what you bring in mentally because a motherfucker could um, be in love with you because of the mental things that you do, your capabilities or how you think and shit like that. But it might not be necessarily physically into you like that, but because of your mental, that shit is such a draw to them that that's why they fuck with you like that. Then some people, it just be your chisel chest. It do be that eight pack you got that just gets her. But other than that, it's really no connection there for y'all. Right. You see, and that's why some people get that 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 conversation. Cause see, when we talk about side pieces, because I feel like a side piece. It's not necessarily cheating. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. busting your side piece down, you give a couple ones, and y'all, you know, you can't a little bit, y'all go about your business. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, you might be able to introduce your side piece to your main piece if you play your cards right. You know what I'm talking about? That way. But when you just blatantly cheating, like you all over here on the cut, you living a whole nother life. You are over here telling this bitch you about to leave the girl you with and you want to start a whole new another family and all this other Babylon shit and you know you lying. You know this. Right, right. And let me just say something about, about the producing and back to the social media, what we were talking about earlier. Um, Whatever you have on your social media, if you saying you got a Ferrari, you better be able to produce in real life. Produce. Produce. You don't, don't, don't be taking fucking pictures with other people's car and then not producing. Because we're going to know. You say you got a Bugatti, I want to see your Bugatti. Yeah. If she says she's driving a motherfucking purple range, bitch, you need to come pick me up in a purple range. I do not expect to see you in a sidekick. Mm-hmm. Come on. No, don't do me like that. Don't do it like that. Don't be showing all that brand on social media and then when it's time to buy something to eat, you asking me, can you break a fire? Mm-hmm. Because you shouldn't be showing all that money if you can't buy nothing. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. Before you show all them stats, all we did was go to Burger Shack. You yeah. couldn't spend $20 at Burger Shack? Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yep. So, what do you think about um? What do you think about the girls that cheat on their man? Well, you know, let me just say this: I got homeboys, and I was always that they would do dirt, and then they would try to say their girl wouldn't do no dirt and everything, and it would always be funny to me because what I feel like is it's a two way street, and ain't nobody perfect, ain't nobody saints and everything. Look, um, to anybody, this is first things first. I want to say something before we get into some relationships allow other people to do what they do. Now, you can love the person you with and still like to have sex with other people. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not no disrespect to the person that you with. And it doesn't change the love that you with. Now, what happens is some of you start doing the do and then y'all start getting these mixed feelings and shit. Mm-hmm. And now you can't separate who you love no more and all this other shit. Now it was supposed to be just a bust down and a little mental support. Now you now 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 you torn. Now we shouldn't have got to no torn part. 
because mm. you should have been able to keep the line drawn where the hell it was is. Because, see, I'm the first to tell people, I don't put my trust or my heart or love in a part that splits apart. That's what I'm telling them. So I know that part splits apart. And anybody can feel that part. So I just say to myself, like, look, look, so look, it was like when they said, oh, when Takashi said, oh, they fucked my baby mama and shit while I was on tour. Oh, whoop de whoop. Well, I got I got issues not with them. I got issues with baby mama. Yeah. Why does she feel like she needed to do that? It's not like I know they my boys, but look, I can tell you from experience in my life, one of my boys hit one of my girls on the low. He just he we got drunk one night. And he like slipped up and said this shit. I'm like, what did you say? Cause he was like, he came to the crib one day and I went there and he came in and they, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what did you say? And he tried to backtrack it and deny it. I even confronted them about it. And you know, they both tried to deny it. It still was out there in the universe. It was still out there in the atmosphere. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I always watched that guy after that. And we didn't stay together much longer after that. Let me put it that way. Because let me say again, like, I ain't mad that he hit. Because you my dog. So that ain't the issue. Because I'm going to tell you like this. I've been in situations, y'all. People at home where I had a bird in the back. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get the shit to spark off. My digger was up front. It ain't sparked for her and I in the back. I tapped out. Let him tap in. I ain't mad. He got to do. They had a better connection than what me and her had. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. I've been on the reverse spectrum of that. So that's, that's what I'm... Come on now. I've been on the reverse spectrum of that. So I'm not mad at those type of situations. But what I'm telling you was, it was how he told it to me that put me on point for both of them. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shit, man. It was like, damn, dog. You know, and then, I mean, I already know you can't trust these hoes, so that ain't like, I won't, like, again, I done done some shit. I'm not a saint, CC. I done done some shit. Fuck around, so I'm like, you know, it is what it is. Like, in certain aspects of life, because you have to understand you give what you get, and you get what you give. So if you've done a certain things along the way, then you might expect to get a certain things are on the way, but then again, if you balance that, then you don't have to expect to get none of that. You get what I'm saying? So how did did you react to old girl when you found out she slept with your boy? Well, you know, she she did all that hard body and shit, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, I like, for me, because, you know, I was in our early. I was in my late teens, early twenties. So at that point in my life, it wasn't like yo, like okay. So you know, I pressed this dude. Like yeah, I pressed him on it. He was like, nah, nah. A bit. I was just drunk, and then you know how motherfuckers do. But I was like, but that's the point. When people drunk, they say the realest shit. So no matter how much y'all deny it, like I look, what I'm telling y'all is, to this day, they still say they didn't do it. But I'm telling you, I know they did. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
I ain't like, I mean, you know, I had to accept him saying no. I had to accept her saying no. But at the same time, what I'm telling him is, you wouldn't have just said that shit on some drunk man just to say some shit. We would, I was dropping you off at the crib. You know what I'm saying? You stumble and you were like, you know, I fucked no girl, right? What? You know, that day, you know, I <laughs> you know, your peoples came to the crib. Cause see, my peoples, cause the chick was staying with me. So my peoples came home from work and caught them in the crib. So it wasn't like I, like, so my peoples had already told me they were like, your peoples was in the crib. They looked kind of weird when I walked in the door. They weren't expecting me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they already put out that they look weird. So when he said that shit, and this shit was like, let's say maybe a month after that incident where my peoples done walked in on and shit. And they done already put me on like, yo, this bird staying with us and shit. And my, like, my peoples done already ran them on some motherfucking, you know, then already hit them with the fed check. Like, why the fuck you let them in? We told you not to let nobody in when we not here. And then she come with that cockamamie with us. So-and-so, that's his peoples. I thought it was okay. I assumed and all this. And then my people's like, you couldn't assume shit because we had already told you what to do. And even I ran the fire like, why did you let them in? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why? Yeah. And hear this out. And I'll give people at home another story. At years later, after that, it's the same shit like this. Me and my peoples, my best, one of my best friends that passed a while ago, we happened to go, it was me, him, and another homie. We happened to go to another homie's house that stayed way, way out in the cut. But they weren't there. It was nobody there but a bird and shit, right? And the bird was sitting on the sofa, so it's a scene. She let us in, because we had some bud. We gonna roll some bud and shit. Oh, the chick. And you know what I'm saying? My nigga was pretty. And he knew how to talk to the bird sweetly. God rest his soul, my nigga. So he didn't already spit G at this bird. Next thing I know, she with the shits. So most of my story is this right here. My nigga came to the crib. He might have caught that bird horny. Just how we caught that bird horny. And, you know, it, it, the rest is history. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, now, I, know, I know what you're talking about. You know, tell them again, CC. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. As a matter of fact, there's um, to one of my friends, her husband is, like, out of this world attractive. But I just be having to leave the room. I be having to leave the house. I'm like, I'm going to go home and go shower. Because I, I'm like, I can't, Lord. But it's just like. He does things to me that a man hasn't done in a year. Like, just by me looking at him. And he's, Come on. he's that type, like I said, when the guys, they make eye contact with their eyes and don't say anything. He's that type. He's introverted. He, man, let me tell you. Anyways. <laughs> so you understand exactly what I'm saying. So that's how the shit break down. Like, nobody, and even then, like I said, I'm a real OG. I'm not one of them bitch niggas. I told y'all. I done passed on some blood. Here, my nigga, that's you. Yeah. Pass. And then somebody that threw me some ass. Here, dog, that's you. 
I pass. I, I totally pass on it. Even even though I know I don't want to, but it's out of respect for her, you know, because mm-hmm. there's certain territories that I don't cross, like me. Certain boundaries. And yeah. that's what I mean by, like, that he ain't had no boundaries. And, I mean, we and the nigga don't fuck with each other because the niggas I fuck with, we got boundaries, like, you know, it'd be one thing if he busted it when we were exes. He was bust, buster. Not saying they did once, but I'm just saying he busted while we were together. You know what I'm talking about? And that's de- mm-hmm. like it be, I don't give a fuck if you ask, fuck nigga. It is, this is life. I did not the few that you done like. That's all I'm saying. Like it, it is what it is. Like it's a it's 360 degrees to me, and I know people, CC, that know the same people I know, but I didn't meet this motherfucker till I was 30. Mm-hmm. But he knew everybody I knew when I was 15 to 25. You get what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And shit like that. Come on. So it just be like how it be. It be a rotation. Of course, you know a bird and I know a bird. Or For example, CC, you know a dude and a chick knows that y'all most might have had acquaintances with. That's just what it be sometimes. Oh, that shit. To me, each bus down is different. I had a girl ask me that shit one time, Cece. She was like, um, well, wh- wh- who you think is better? And I said, huh? What do you mean? She was like, well, who do you, which one do you think is better in bed? And I said, well, the room paused for a second. All things, radar report. The room paused, <laughs> pause, smoking that out. And the, and the whole room paused for me. I had time to look around like I was on some Zach Morris shit and I see, and I stopped time for a second. So when shit snapped back in, I was simply playing to her. I said it just like this to her on some real big dog shit. I said, well, I got to be honest with you. Each of y'all bring y'all own uniqueness to the table and I wouldn't want to compare neither one of y'all against one another yeah. because each one of y'all is special in your own right. Uh-huh. So there would be no need to compare. Come on now. That'd be tough. That'd be tough. Like, I could tell you this for a fact. Like, every single, well, the guys that I've slept with, every one of them is different individually in the bedroom. Does that make sense? Exactly what I told them. Yes, they make, yes, they're different. All of them are different. Every last one of them is different. None of them have the same. They don't feel the same. They don't do the same thing. They might do a couple of things the same, but it's not. They're different. I know that it's them. I know. It's, I could. I could make love to them with a fucking blindfold, and I know not, which one it is. Come on now, and there's no way that we can compare. Now you can always say so and so did this better, or so I like what they did versus what you did, but that's being petty and small. I gave her one that made her understand that I'm not going to disrespect you and I'm not going to disrespect the love that I'm no longer with. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. And that's what you have to do, people at home. You know, you got to have the, you got to understand the balance because I could have easily shot my ex down and said you were better or I could have easily hurt her feelings. You know what I'm saying? And look, my people in the car with me thought I was stuck. No, they ain't lying. They thought I was stuck, though. They were like, boy, what you gonna do? Boy, it was simple math, though, because real life is real life, y'all. 
And if you experience some things and if you loved a little bit, you understand that. You understand what I'm saying, CC? Yeah, I understand completely what you're saying. Like, I could, I, I know I've talked shit and, and stuff like that. Like, I get upset and, and I'll talk shit and, like, say some things I don't like about my exes. But one thing I will never talk about is their bedroom game. I'll never, I'll never bring their ego that low. I'll never shoot to that level and be like, oh, well, he was whacking then. I won't ever know. That's just something you don't do with men at all. I don't care how bad they talk about me. That's just something I won't do. And then, you know, this is like when, uh, like, for example, it was the same way when, uh, you know, flipping it like this. So, example, like when uh, Pusha T got that dirt on Drake, Drake? because yeah. his dad <laughs> was uh, pillow talking and shit. Yeah. See, that's, again, what we don't do. See, don't you not talk. even pillow talking with your man, girl. You are pillow talking with a side piece. And I told these niggas in chapter 13, page like 108 or some shit, it says right there that if you are messing with another chick or if you're messing with another dude, you do not talk about the motherfucker you're with to the motherfucker that you're with at that fucking moment. Those two worlds don't collide. They can ask all types of questions. They're off subject. That's we don't game. tell them. I don't. I, I. I feel like they don't listen to me. We don't tell them none of that dumb shit. Yep. That shit. None of that. We don't tell them. Well, look, your butt's better than them. We don't tell them none of that. Uh, well, you know, I, you're easier to talk. You don't tell them none of that. Um, well, you know, it's just we've got. So I don't know. We got none of that. I, again, none of that. And if you're telling your motherfucking side pieces, your mistresses, your extras, your bust down buddy, any of that dumb shit that I just said, you're alone. You're stupid. You're yeah. dumb. You know it's that I, you know that I've had I had made that mistake where I was like I was like talking to two guys, right, at once. And then um mm-hmm. the one of the guys that I was sleeping with, he's like, So who's better? And I was like, you're better, you know, and I fucked up by telling him that because then his head got so big, big, his head is big now. He's like, he's walking around big headed and shit. And I'm just like, why the fuck did I even say that? That was a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. Huge mistake. Another one for y'all ladies at home. Look, ladies at home, if you've been in a abusive relationship and you've had the courage and the strength to leave it. I applaud you. I recommend that if you haven't found it yet, that you do find it. Reach out. There is help for you. But what I'm saying to you after you do that in your next relationship, don't tell the person that you were beat or anything like that. They don't even know nothing like that. People like hold your past against you. And that's just one example that I'm showing. Like if you a player dog and you with the next girl, you can't tell her that you were promiscuous and you slept around like hell. That's got to be one of them secrets. Who that girl right there that just stopped this at the restaurant saying hey to you? Oh, that was my cousin, Susie. I'll introduce you next time. That was one of your hoes. Check that shit. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about? All things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had situations where, like, like, in high school, a lot of guys wanted to talk to me, but I, I never, like, dated anybody in high school per se i waited until i graduated but i talked to i talked to so many at one time like i 
would always say like don't tell people your past because if you just tell them like the tiniest thing about your past they'll try to use it against you yes at they all win. times yes yes that's a new friend we'll try to do shit don't tell a new friend something too personal too fast. I hate when motherfuckers try to throw something up that you told them in confidence back in your face. Yeah, because people, people always want leverage over you and that's why I don't tell people a lot about me and that's why I come off like untrustworthy or people like see me a certain way because I omit a lot of information. It's just like shit you don't need to know. Like there's no reason why you need to know all my motherfucking business. Period. Well, I, I feel like this right here. There's some shit that we need to go over for a minute before we learn it. Like, we just can't jump. I can't, like, I, I know people, um, all things, as soon as you meet them, they telling you their history. They telling you what their mama did. They giving you their maiden name. They telling you this, that, and the third about their kid. Like, some of that shit, like, build into that shit. Yeah. I'm not really... Don't tell me, I damn, you want to tell me my story. Yep. I'm not, well, I, give me a piece of it. Yep. It's chapters to your life. Like, look, let's start with chat. Let's start when you were 12 and go forward. You want to tell me shit, and I don't need to know. And, and that's what y'all need to, at home. That's what we're saying. Like, some of the shit y'all saying, y'all don't need to say. Y'all oh, talk. God, I have a friend like that. She just says, she's just like tells everything. And I'm like, some of that shit I don't need to know. Like what she does in the bedroom with her man and like right. too many details. Too many details. And I know some of y'all just saying, well, we like to share. And y'all are friends, so y'all should listen. I'm not saying that I won't listen. Right. But here it is. How many times do I want to hear how y'all getting in, in the bedroom? You told me the first time when y'all used Jello and shit that shit was cool. I didn't need to hear about the chocolate syrup and strawberries. That's what I'm saying. Amen to that. Come on. Talk to them for a second, Red. I gotta walk away for a moment. I'll be back. Okay. That's what I'm saying to y'all. Like y'all got the when it comes to those type of things because like people be like, well, you know, well, what can I talk to you about? Now you make me feel uncomfortable that I can't. Be myself and tell you anything. I ain't telling you you can't tell me anything. I'm just saying you want to tell me the same shit, just reword it. Like, I don't mind you telling me the same shit as long as you added a few different, like, for example, you tell a story, right? And I know what people saying, you know, a stories can be exaggerated on and expanded upon. So, like, for example, it might have been we walked to the store. That was the story. We walked to the store. But then as the stories retold, it might be, man, we walked to the store. We saw a dude over there. He had that fire. Man, he was some bad. That shit was some heat. We got some bloods. See how the story didn't expand it? But guess what? This all happened. It's just that initially when the story was told, they just said we went to the store. But again, as the story gets retold, certain shit that was omitted got added and certain shit that was there was omitted. That's what we're saying. And that makes a good story along the way because that's what sharing is. But when you're telling me the same shit over and over again, like, for yep. example, you telling me, yo, like, yo, Phil keeps fucking with the same hoe and that hoe <laughs> was gonna be in trouble. 
But you ain't adding nothing new to that story. You just keep telling me feel fucking up. And I'm like, well, it ain't too much I can do with that because in my eyes, yeah, feel might be fucking up, but that's all you got. That's all you telling me. Like, I, so you want me to add to that story now. And I can't really give you nothing because there's nothing for me to add. That's what I'm saying. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I totally get And listen, when girls start telling me too much about, like, I mean, too much about their bedroom life and, like, what kind of toys they have, like, like that's too much, man. I really don't need to know all that. I really don't. Like, women like to talk openly like that, just like men do. And sometimes I'm just like, oh, man. You need to act like a lady. I tell I tell the girls this. You need to act like a lady. Yeah, exactly. Come I, on. I had to I had to get out of that because I was that, you know, female who didn't act like a lady, you know. And I still from time Let's to time I, I still have those flaws from time to time, but I'm working on what is female know? etiquette. What'd you say? What is female etiquette like when you say what 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 kind of etiquette should we have in 2020? Like is it is it still the same like it was three years ago where just it's always do- gonna be the same. It's always gonna be the same. Like I, I'll have uh girls that yell at me from across the room or from another room and I'm like, listen, you should not be raising your voice and yelling across the room. You come mm. you come and you tell me. Like mm. Or like one mistake that I made in the past when I would go out, I would dress like a total and complete slut. Like what, you know, perception is a person's reality. And women say like, oh, I should have freedom to dress however. No, the reality of the situation is however you dress, that's how you're going to be treated. You know, you're going to come off as desperate. Let me tell you something. That happens a lot when... uh... I don't know how, how you, let me ask you this on all things and to the people at home and tell me how y'all feel about this. When you see a lady or woman out there and she got these shorts on that's like showing her cheeks, like you literally, like you ain't even got to be like trying to see her cheeks. She can see her cheeks. What does that say about her? Because she knew those shorts were making you see her cheeks. Are you supposed to look at her? And then when you do look at her, she got that kind of look like, I don't want you to look at me. But what are you supposed to do with that? Not look? Are you? You know, because I be conflicted. Yeah, I mean, a guy's going to look, period. Uh, Any woman that thinks that a man's not going to look, then she got it fucked up. A lot of women, they see like... I do shopping now after I've taken etiquette courses and, and affluence courses. And I just look at the clothes and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I used to wear shit like that. Or that shit is tacky. Like I, I can't wear stuff like that. I'm in my thirties, you know? And when I see, like, women, when I see no- women making these mistakes, I'm just like, wow, they're really lost. You know, I was once there. That's what I'm asking. So no booty shorts. No, no booty shorts. If you want to do it in the summer, I guess whatever on the beach, but don't get mad when somebody's looking at you or tells you that you look attractive. I mean, it seems like that's the kind of attention you want. I mean, that's where I'd be conflicted as a man because when you see those images of the type, look, from where I'm from, it seems like you're selling your body. Not in the bad look. Let me explain that at home, people, when I say you're selling your body. And when you dress like that, uh, and I'm saying you're attractive, and you're dressing like that, I assume you don't have a boyfriend right. or anything like that because that seems to me just like 
we out here like a tiger and a lion. I mean, you look like you're available when you're dressing like that. That's what I'm saying. You feel like you're saying, well, look, these goodies are who wants to shop for these goodies. You know what I mean? That's what it says when you wear them short and shorts. But who am I to say? Right. And I get what you're saying. I, I totally get what you're saying. Before, I used to be like, oh, well, I'm free. You know, I'm in my 30s. I should dress like this. I, I'm free to wear whatever the fuck I want. But I thought that until, you know, this guy tried to rape me one time. Mm. I went to the club. Mm. And then after that, mm. it's like everything changed. I was like, never again. <laughs> you know? What did he try to give? He tried to give you a Mickey or was it something different? What's up with that? No, I was, I was walking out of the club and... um. <sighs> It was like he was like behind me and he caught me on the side. He like poked out from like in between two buildings, like an alleyway, and he punched me really hard and knocked me down. And I went unconscious, but he started dragging me into the alley. And I felt him when he tried to like rip my underwear open. His nails like scratched me. And that's when I woke up, you know, and I was able to defend myself. But after that, I'm like, nah, man, there's a certain time now. I'm going to be home at a certain time. And I'm not going to dress a certain way, you know? Now, do you feel like your dressing had anything to do with provoking? Because if, which I'm not saying that it, no one should do that. Look, some people, that's a power trip, first off. Let's understand that. People want to try to dominate somebody. That's most of the time. But, like, was that your situation? Because that's what some people be like, well, you shouldn't have worn it. That's what, you know, that's what told me it was all good. Well, actually, I had um, some really high heels and a short red dress. So, yeah, it was definitely the way I was dressed. And usually I was usually like because it was kind of cold. Usually I wear like leggings underneath. But for some reason that day, I didn't wear them. I was like, oh, you know what? Let me just show my legs today because I have great legs. And it actually backfired and worked against me. You know, do you recommend now you will by yourself? Do you recommend doing it like should you with another homie? Like is that what should that be a, a, a like is that one way to prevent those type of situations going with a homie? Or sometimes you can't even trust your homie. Well, watch your surroundings because the guy was actually he actually cleaned at the club. He was like a janitor for the club and he had been uh, watching me the whole night and he followed okay. me. So that's what happened. Gotcha. Mm. So watch mm. your surroundings. Yes, definitely, people. You got to uh again. You got to be detail oriented, and you just got to look around. Look, I catch a lot of things by chance because I'm, I'm detail oriented. So I look at shit and I see shit, and sometimes, sometimes I regret that I see. Let me put it that way. Like, damn, I wish I hadn't saw that. That was unnecessary. But it's good that, like you said, you got to be very aware, and I always be mindful of who's around me and who might be looking at me too long. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Because you never know who might be thinking that you sweet me. Um, and nah, ain't nothing sweet with me when I went to the club at Fuck night, around. But the guy tried to rape me. Shit, so he actually worked yeah. at the club that I was at. And I remember him cleaning up and taking out the trash and all that stuff. So he watched me. He, he must have seen me and was like, oh, you know. And instead of approaching me and trying to talk to me, he figured, oh, I'm not her cup of tea. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take advantage of her, you know. So he waited <clears throat> by this alley. And when I was walking, he just knocked me out unconscious, you know. And it was somebody that had already been watching me the entire night, but I wasn't paying attention. Had I been paying attention to my surroundings, I could have, you know, avoided that.
Did you report him? <laughs> 